Um, so there's a new, it's not, well, it's not new. It's new to me. There is a new concept that has literally shattered my entire perception of myself in gay spaces. Um, oh. Something that is like, once I describe what this is, everyone's going to be like, fucking duh. But it's literally something that someone, okay. So... I have always had this perception of myself that there is something about me mm-hmm. that is just triggering to some people. Okay. There's just something about me, like, I go into these spaces, especially a gay space, and sometimes I feel like there's someone at the bar just, like, fucking glaring at me or just, like, like some – it's just like, what did I do to you? Like, I always feel like I get this – and I've always described it as sort of like, well, I think I'm just a polarizing person. You either get this and you like it or you're like, what is this? This is a lot. And that's fine. I'd, I'd rather be interesting. But that's like, ap- like you mean not even a first impression? Not even a like- first – not even like talking to anybody. Not even a word. But just like people will like walk by me in a bar and I'll get like this look. I'm just like, is there – am I – Your pheromones are doing something. I don't know. So that's what I've always believed. True. I'm watching Pit Stop. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Pit Stop, it or it's on. one of the other, or it's Bob's first, first impressions. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- like reaction shows? The RuPaul Cinematic Universe, yeah. like one of those. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, picking up guys at bars or something. And the one goes, oh, well, like, oh no, sorry. It wasn't. It was sibling. Rivalry. Advisory. Oh. It's the one where they give <laughs> advice. Yeah, okay, okay. And someone asked how to, like, if you're at a straight bar, yeah. and you want to know if a guy, you see a guy who's super hot, um, and you think he might be gay, like, how do you figure that out? Uh-oh. And Monet said, well, you just give gay eyes. You, like, give that, like, in, like that look and see if they look back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's been happening to mm-hmm. me. It looks like a glare. They don't hate me. No. They want to fuck me. Yeah. Ah. For 28 years, I have believed that these people are staring at me at bars Mm -hmm. because they're like, what the fuck is that? And what they want is inside my Mm -hmm. holes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much time wasted of me thinking (laughs) that these people hate me. But I'm on the ride, though. I feel like it's not the most obvious thing. It's definitely like, it's, it is a glare. God, this takes me back to like not being in New York City where you could just be like, hey, yeah, you, what's up? Like, it, yeah. you know, I don't know. Now it's a little, like, I feel like if you're still trying to, like, drop hints and kind of use, like, coded language and stuff to kind of figure things out, it's like kind of a new yeah. to New York kind of behavior maybe or maybe new to the gay scene behavior. I don't know. That just takes me back to, like, having to, like, do, like, crazy math to figure out what, what's going on with right. another person. The math but, ain't mathin'. No, um, no, 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 no. I'm, like, straightforward. Let's just yeah. talk about dick and, like, go. Yeah. So it's the eyes of Tammy Gay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so and now that thinking back, I'm like, wow, that's what that guy at Stonewall was doing. That's what that guy at this. Because I had a show at Stonewall the other day. I fully... Yeah. And there was this dude who, like, he kept walking by me. And every time – I know this is an audio medium and you can't see what I'm doing. But every time he walked by me, it would be like this. Oh, uh, this reminds – like, mm. why are you looking at me? I was 18 years old whenever I first visited New York City. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, coming from Augusta, Georgia, I was, like, 
totally like I was like a child visiting Disney World for the mm-hmm. first time looking at the neighborhoods. I was like walking right, right, around right. Chelsea. I was going to like the West Village. It's just totally like jaw dropped at just the spectacle of homosexuality. Yeah. And I fully, uh, this is rude, but I did every step of coded language to cruise a man. <laughs> but in my um, <laughs> ignorance, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. I did like the thing where we walked by each other, made a little bit of eye contact. My full observation was that uh, they looked like Cam from Modern Family and they had mm-hmm. a small purse with a dog in it. And I thought that was just everything. <laughs> And so we made eye contact, and I kind of think I smiled because I'm from Georgia, and we smile at people. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, like, you know, did the nod or whatever, and then took, like, five steps, and I kind of looked over my shoulder to take in the spectacle again of this joyful person with a dog who I was just enjoying in that way. And, you know, he stopped and did the look or whatever, too, and I was like, oh, what does that mean? And I kept going, and then I stopped again and turned around, and he did this, like well, you're going to come over and say hi, like that kind of thing. And I was like, ah, and I just ran out of there. But <laughs> I like, did not know. You were going to end up in that purse. <laughs> I was like cruising without even trying, apparently. Wow. See, you just get, if you don't know, you don't know. If you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, I, I uh, so I don't, I rarely employ gay eyes myself. I think I've done it on occasion. But yeah. I, I usually I'm just focused on the If people it's not in your that. vocabulary, then you don't know how to right. listen to it. Do either. you do do you do gay eyes? Um, you know, if I am attracted to someone out in public, I how do I drop hints or how do I like scope out the situation? Yeah. You know, I think I do a little I do the thing oh God, it this is like the version of that. I do the thing where like I make eye contact more than once but I look away as soon as they look or whatever. Like yeah. that's like that's pretty normal I guess. But I, um, I don't, I don't, God, I hope, I never do anything deliberately where I'm like, let me put on the face right now, or let me try to look good or look hot right now or whatever. Like, I don't have, I know people who, you know, are like, okay, all I do is I lift my eyebrow this way and I da 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 or whatever, and I don't have a process to, like, look at someone attractively. I've done, if I've made accidental, it's never intentional, it's never, like, with a purpose, but if I make accidental eye contact with someone that I've. I found attractive because I like I I've looked over at them and like they catch my eyes in that moment. I will do like a just a little just a little eyebrow raise. Yes, but I that's it. I that is your signal to come over and talk right. to me. And if you don't, we don't talk. But I think it should come from an instinctual place. Rather, well, and right. I don't know. I'm speaking for myself, but I don't want it to come from a rehearsed or kind of like no, prepared I area. Don't play some fucking game. No, but yeah, I think it's also coming from like an acting thing where if. Like, say if you have a script where it says, looked at them seductively or looked at them, like, mm-hmm. with attraction or something like that. That uh, is not... I know, like, whenever people pose for photos and they try to, like, look good or whatever, we've talked about this, how mm-hmm. people try really hard and mm-hmm. force it. That is not um, attractive. That's repulsive to me, yes. at least. And so, I don't know. If my Agreed. pupils dilate because I'm attracted to someone, it should happen naturally. So, usually what I'll do... Mm-hmm. And this has happened, this is less in gay spaces and more on like the subway. And it, it, it worked once. Actually on the way to a video shoot. I was on the I was on the subway on the way to a video shoot and I saw this guy. I was like, he's good looking. And I think he's gay. I can't tell. Mm. I go on I cycle through the apps real quick to see if they're they're on it and close to me. Oh nice. I'm like, is that guy on Scruff? Is that guy on Grinder? And occasionally it's like, oh, that's that dude. And I'll just be like, hey. Yeah. 
And if that takes off, then that takes, that's what I, so, so it's more likely that I'll be like, that guy's cute. Let me see if an app can aid an introduction here. Mm, okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah I I'll think I've that. definitely tried that in New York and I don't know if I've ever had success. I think I've seen them on the app and tried to like make the move, but nothing has been fruitful of that. Yeah. Very rare. I, so this is a story, not my story. Um, I'll t- speak for a friend of mine, mm. but I think you're going to enjoy some of the details of this just because like, A, this never happens in real life, but it, you know, it mm-hmm, happened to my friend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was watching a movie in the theater, went to go see a movie by themselves, a movie that I think you've expressed that you did not like. Mm. They went to go see Licorice Pizza by themselves because everyone was Lord, talking about I it. I hated that How about movie. this? My friend didn't like it either. Thank goodness. See, I feel seen. I have, I'm, you know, I still can't say anything. How, well, my friend was like venting about how he didn't like the movie and then a person who liked it was like well what did you not like about it and he was like you know what i don't remember entirely because i sat by this guy and i just thought like what if my hand doesn't leave the armrest right here and what if his hand touches my hand and they fully like just groped boners through the movie because they were bored of licorice pizza so like licorice boners yeah licorice boners licorice boners um Pizza so boners. I went, that's reminded me of something I once, my brother was visiting. It was actually while we were filming history, probably season one, because he helped out with that. And we went to sit down. We went to see a movie. I don't know what it was. And we went to sit down and these two, they were their boyfriends or good friends, muscle, super hot gay dudes sit down right next to us. And I go and I turn and I look at my brother to say something and he like I open my mouth he goes you shut your whore mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he knew exactly what I was gonna yeah say. I mean that's like you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I am so lucky that I work in a space with lots of homosexuals like my mm. steakhouse to, mm-hmm. to like non stereotype is mostly gay and brown people it's really interesting in that way and women too mm-hmm. it kind of like mm-hmm. flips that like you know cis white straight attitude of steakhouses on its head a little bit in a way mm-hmm. it's kind of fun like literally we're setting up listening to robin and kind of just like <laughs> bopping around nice. like putting the like wine glasses around but it is that fun thing which i don't you know i don't know if anyone from work hears this it's probably a no-no but whatever like if there's a hot guy mm-hmm. that's a guest at mm-hmm. the restaurant like they walk by i know exactly who to look up and make eyes with and we're like yes bitch <laughs> yeah that's, that's totally fine oh, of course. you know straight people do that too. oh of course of yeah, course yeah, of yeah, course but there's like i have like plenty of coworkers, so the opportunity arises all the time we're like honey right. section three like <laughs> right, right, right. oh that's so normal yeah that's, that's totally of course fine. of course um i uh i'm realizing connected to what you just said about so my spaces that i'm in non-traditional gay spaces that end up being a gay space mm-hmm. it's my crossfit gym mm. lots of gays in there yeah um I always wear. I'm currently wearing Katya merch. Yeah. I always wear something like that so Dropping that like hits. they can, yeah, they, yeah, they'll find me if what. Um, get a lot of gay eyes there. Mm-hmm. Now I, when I'm at the gym, I am there to do my thing mm-hmm. and get the fuck out. Yeah, I'm not there to socialize. I'm not there to chat. I'm not there to flirt. No, I gotta lift heavy things over my head because it's CrossFit and it's like I don't want to hurt myself. Yeah, I'm focused. I do it. When I leave, I am in pain or my limbs are jelly. Yeah. Like, I am not – I'm not in space. This isn't fun and flirty to me. This is fucking work. But I get the eyes. Mm-hmm. And I have now become the welcome top of CrossFit queens. I believe I have now topped 
four people in my CrossFit class. Ooh. I don't know if they're referring each other You're to the me. P- pass around top. I think, and the thing is, I, I, I said to I said to, my, to to Giselle last night we were talking about it, and I was like, I really wish they would all like just get together and coordinate like a single time Ooh. where I could just line them up and and take care of it all in one because wow. I only want to top once in a blue moon, and it's like guys, 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 guys. Too many of you. Wow. There's too many of you. Austin, I don't what? know what his hat. I don't know. I'm giving that kind of energy. I think I'm giving daddy energy. Sure. I don't know what it is, but uh, they're, what they're knocking. What a fantasy, too, though. To Not be one like, top, though, which is deeply annoying. Right. But, like, God, Jack Tracy had a line of bottoms. I, that's it's strange. A, yeah. yeah. And that's also why I do the gym. Well, I don't do the gym. But why whenever I, uh, you know, had a membership and attended the no. gym... I was doing it wrong. I was like stretching for 45 minutes looking at like bone, not boners, looking at like d- dick lines and being like, this is the most fun I'm going to have here. I don't like lifting the things. So I'm just going to look at the boys. Ew, you're going to be that creepy guy who never leaves the locker room. You're just walking around <sighs> naked in the locker room. You never actually go into the gym. You know, it's probably the more entertaining part of the gym for me anyway. JJ's <laughs> the gym, gym creep. I mean, not anymore because I don't do the gym <laughs> because I wasn't doing it right. I was paying $10 or whatever. Uh, I Ten dollars. What's the rate at Planet Fitness? I was just at Planet Fitness. I don't know. I pay a little ten, twenty times ten dollars. Yeah, for totally. My gym. That's like a normal thing to do. When, well, that's probably why I was paying like the you know bottom of the barrel mm. gym membership, and I was like, I don't care that I'm spending I'm this money. I'm only paying for the dicks. I'm gonna be here for forty five <laughs> minutes, not thinking about my body. I'm just gonna be thinking about right. other bodies. Yeah, I've, if you have energy to have sex after the gym, you haven't worked out hard enough. Mm, okay, that's. Pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah. If you have energy to top after a CrossFit class, you haven't done it right. Oh. You should be spent. Yeah. I don't know. I hate getting spent. I'm like, this is so annoying that my mm. body is getting exhausted. I love it. Right now, I'm in I'm in good pain right now. Like, like, it's that pain where it's like, it's just a light soreness that you know these muscles have been worked and are activated. So, like, my pecs are a little tender. My okay. abs are a little tender. And I'm like, yeah, it's working. This is the equivalent of positivity through health that mm-hmm. is, like, whenever someone's crystally or whatever, that's mm-hmm. just, it's so, like, not, it's a foreign language to you. Mm-hmm. This is the foreign language to me that I'm like, oh, my God, you love your pain and it's healthy. What? It just feels good. Like, it gives you the endorphins. It gives yeah, you. Yeah, and you know what? I guess I have experienced a little bit of that. Yeah. I just am not. I don't it, have no routine. I want to feel the progress so I know it's worth it. Mm. If I don't feel like I've worked out, it's like, why did I even do this? I, you know, I can, ugh, this is a problem for sure. My knees start to hurt, but I, what I've learned is that I need to work the muscles around my yeah. knees so yeah. that they don't hurt so much or whatever. But I am just. Don't like, run. Right. Yeah. I'm convinced that I'm making it worse or that like I don't want to like get over the hump of making it better anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's... And if you if you're interested I can I actually know some things cuz I had a I had a knee I dislocated my knee once so I've mm. gone through like PT for like mm. strengthening knee muscles so I can give you stuff. All right. Work. So I'm going to I'm going to uh we're going to do personal training here on mm-hmm. our break and we'll be uh, right back to I don't know do something. <laughs> So we'll take another break from um, swiping today because I've had another matchmaking date. Okay, talk about it. Handsome. Oh, we've we've. This is if better you recall, than like if you out recall, of the three already, right? Right. If you recall, well, we've had four. Four. If me. you recall, the first two were like good on conversation and attractiveness, but the one got together with his ex the day 
we were supposed to have our second date. Mm. And the other one liked two and a half men and had weird opinions about politics. Yeah, politics was weird. Yeah. And then we had, we had a, we, we took a, we took a left turn. Yeah. And we had two deeply strange dates. Oh. Or just, just like, why is this person? Why are you poking me up with this person? Like, yeah. I don't understand this uh. at all. And so we had a good come to Jesus moment of like, let's course correct. Right. And we have. Oh, okay, good. So this guy, very handsome, very charismatic, very nice, a uh, bit of a daddy type, solid, but bigger build. Um, he works for a major marketing company that markets LGBTQ movies. Oh, hi. So that was interesting. And as soon as I mentioned what I did, I was like, okay, so let's not talk about that at all. Right. And let's just get to know oh, each nice, other. Oh, like, nice. Because I don't want you to ever think that, like, I'm only talking to you like because, like, I see a yeah. career. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. It's like, let's just. I'm going to be sneaky about it. Right. Let's just not talk about work <laughs> at all and just talk about other things. Okay, sure. Um, however... I was sh- so he he wants a second date. Nice. And we're planning one. Okay. I was shocked. Really? Why? I was convinced. I said something during it, or so there was a disc. Not not like I didn't say anything like rude or crazy, but like I, I I sensed that at some point there was a disconnect for him, like something he didn't like think there was a compatibility thing, and at that point the date became like. Okay, so I'm just going to have one drink, and where's the check? And, like, we got out of there. Really? Wow. And there was no, like, exchange of numbers, which I'm fine with because, as I said before, I don't do that anymore until the second one because it's... every time they ask for my number, they never want a second date because they're going to look me up in six months and try to fuck me. Right. Um, um, so we didn't do that, but it also, like, it just ended very abruptly, and we took the same subway together, and then his stop came, and he was like, great, well, it was nice, and, like, walked out, and I was like, all right. Okay. So I just got the sense he wasn't interested. And sure. I was thinking back and I was like, because we had a very pleasant conversation. We talked about movies. We talked about yada, yada. We don't have the same taste in most things. I didn't find his taste offense. It wasn't two and a half men. You know. Licorice pizza. Right. <laughs> he, he might like licorice pizza. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Gotcha. He doesn't like superhero movies right. where I enjoy them for, like, I don't think, I'm not some, like, I think they're the best movies in the world. But, like, yeah. I, I can turn off my brain and, like, enjoy flashy things, you know. Yeah, of course. And he seemed to be more about, like. Like he watches like every documentary, cerebral, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's and I I veer into that territory here and there, but sure. I'm not chasing down every documentary on uh, artists from the 1940s. Like I'm not. Oh, I'm sure, just, sure, God. That's if, if someone highly recommends it, I'll go see it. But like I'm not hunting them. Yeah. Um. Um. So and and he he's one of these. I'm about to lose some of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those I haven't lost already. Sorry, guys. He's one of these travel gays. Yeah. I feel like it, the common trope is that on dating apps, it, like per, like coffee and pizza is not a personality. Right. Like, like. Oh, yeah. To say and I neither love is travel. coffee. I love pizza. I love travel. Right. Oh, my God. And neither yeah. is travel. Mm-hmm. Travel's not a personality. Mm-hmm. No. And, and these, I feel like if he had a Tinder account and maybe he does i'm sure he does mm-hmm. it would say something like i've traveled to 30 countries in you know four years it's like neat uh this isn't a personality no i agree this i've a personality. also gotten into a facebook kind of back and forth and this is champagne problems and like eye rolly and stuff mm-hmm. but uh i don't know i think i shared like a graphic that was circulating talking about like privilege or something like that it was whenever there was a current event that warranted talking about privilege Mm. um but 
it had like a moment on there or something, or like maybe one line of it was talking about how traveling is a privilege and to say that yeah. it's your personality is kind of like, you know, it's like saying you like music, but you have the money for like interest, like to, to kind of do things. Um, mm. Like not everyone has access to travel for sure. Like it's not, you know, um, survival. It's very luxury. So I agree. But I agree the, with that point. Yeah. But like, what are we not? We're gonna. I'm gonna trigger someone if oh, I no, say no, I no. went to Maui. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's. I don't think it's to say. Like, like, someone could say that they're interested in something super expensive. Oh, no, yeah, like if you know about cars, you. I don't know. Like, great. Are, yeah, if you know about boats, like that's great. Like, have an interest, even if it is kind of not accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, do the thing. And there are people who know how to do that where it's not just like showboating or like a status symbol of like, let yeah. me show you a watch that I know See, nothing about. And or that's the difference because oh, I yeah. do think. Yeah. Some people like to travel because there's a cultural exchange, but some people like to show off that they are in another country on drinking on the beach. Right. Yeah. Or or they or it's both. Like yeah. they do they do oh, go and sure. do the real thing. But when they talk about it, it's not like oh yeah, I went to this thing and it was really cool. It's like, well, I've been to this and I've been to this and I've been to this. And it's like mm-hmm. So, so like, or do you get a merit badge? Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, they treat them as if they're like, like accomplishments mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, no, it's just, they're just experience. They're, yeah. they're equal. They're just experiences. They're <laughs> not, you're not like, because I always feel like what you're asking for me to be is like, like, well, I've been to 30 countries. and well, well, I've been to 32. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, like, I feel like that's the energy they want. And I'm like, ew, no, yeah. it doesn't matter. No. Were they all great vacations? Mm-hmm. Were they all worth the money? You know, like, right. maybe you went on a shitty one. Like, yeah. Talk when to did me you about the experiences because you had interesting yeah. experiences. Sure. Don't like, but so much of, there's, a, I think I've talked about on the podcast before, but I believe in, um, I find very interesting this uh, terror management theory which is basically that because humans are the only species on this earth that we know of that like know our mortality because mm. that's sentience. Yeah. We know our mortality in order to not sit around just thinking about the fact that we're that okay. this is temporary and the clock is ticking all the time. Sure. We fill our lives with these sort of like I must achieve these goals and I must do these things and uh-huh. that's sort of the basis for how we set up our society. It's uh. all to avoid uh. sitting around thinking about how this is all Impermanent. Uh, yeah. So that's tracks. a theory about like how we, why we behave the way we behave, and why why human behavior is like that. And so, I, whenever I hear things like that, it's just like, oh, you're like, you're terrified of dying. You're terrified of dying. Ah, uh, you're terrified oh. of dying. So you're like, a, you're you're. Well, I've done this and I've done this. And listen, you're, you're talking to me. Like I've got, <laughs> I've got goals. I've yeah, got like, like I'm not above it. No, no. But whenever I, I hear it, I'm like, that's that's what you're. Or or it's that thing where like you're afraid of being alone with yourself, mm. like quiet moments it's like well i have to do this i have to do this mm-hmm. and again it's me i i fully fall into that too i'm yeah. not judging but that's what i hear like it doesn't imp- it don't impress tr- yeah, me it don't impress much. me much yeah Naya. it don't impress yeah. me much yeah i uh while we were talking about it it did i remembered that i kind of have been that bitch a couple times because oh, yeah. me too oh me too yeah because i uh traveled in 2019 for the first time used my passport um, and I didn't shut up about it for sure. And also anytime that I heard that someone else traveled, I was like, let's share notes. And I just kind of like would rattle off yeah. what I did just because I'd never had that experience, I think. Right. And it was sort of like, I've been the other person who's like listening to someone kind of rattle off and I'm like, I can't relate. Yeah. And then I thought like, oh, now I have an opportunity to contribute to that conversation I've never contributed to. Right. 
And um, oh, yeah, it definitely It is came perfectly off that natural way. to have a new experience and be excited oh, about it. Of course. That is perfectly fine. Oh, of course. But you're not over here like being like, well, I, I've traveled to so and so and I've done this. And oh, I've no. you. you know, like, you're never oh, that shame. Person. You should go. Right, 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 like, that's right. such an annoying it's attitude so... to give people. You haven't been? You haven't been. You need to do oh, my it. God, you haven't been? Ew. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. There's mm-hmm. a million things to I do besides that. that. So I went on this trip once. Um, it was it was with my ex, my mm-hmm. recent ex, and we had these two friends. It was this couple friends, and they were the one like literally ran a or what I don't know. He's not dead. Runs a as far as I know a travel agency. The other one's a doctor, so mm-hmm. they got money. Mm-hmm. I think they moved to Asbury Park, like bought a house and like whatever. Very cute. And I actually went to the same law school as the the travel agency one, not at the same time. And we used to live in – when I first moved here, I was in Hoboken, and he was, like, a local gay. And this is pre-Grinder, pre-all oh, of that. Manhunt. Yeah, Manhunt. Well, his – that his partner at that time was constantly hitting me up on Adam for Adam. Oh. And they were not open. Oh. Right. I don't think we ever did anything. Was it, like, a no-faces profile picture thing? Like, how did – like, how do you get away with cheating back in the day? It's a long time. I think so. Okay. I think so. Just for – But anyway, sake. so they were – I knew him from a long time ago, and then he wanted to. I'm, I'm just ramping. I'm setting the scene before I get to the story. Yeah. Which is he um, reached out to me to be like, like, oh, you know, I went to your law school. Like, we should, we should like go out to dinner and like. And this is after he and his partner broke up. Mm. Um, they were still living together because they owned the place. And he was like, um, you know, we should, you know. And I'm thinking of it like, oh, you're going to be like a mentor or whatever. And he thought it was a date. And I did not think it was a date. Mm. And when he leaned in to kiss me and I was not attracted <gasps> to him, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm – I just thought this was like a – like, mm. because you went to the law school and this and that. He screamed at me, crossed the street and, like, walked, like, like super fast, like, wouldn't talk to – it was just like – Yeah. So I find – so turns out – 10 years later, he's friends with the ex. So he's in that circle. So I had to like reintroduce myself into that circle. And I found out that for years he referred to me as Crazy Jack Tracy. <laughs> Whoa. And I remember talking to his husband because he's married to that doctor now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so this is my version of that story. Um, pretty sure I'm not the crazy one. And, and the doctor, the husband was like, yeah, that tracks. Oh. <laughs> because he's like, I know my husband. Yeah. Like, that tracks. Yeah. Anyway, they God. were a bit of a mess in fact one of the scenes in history where the boyfriend there's a boyfriend who's just in season one who's just like making out with dudes left and right behind like the other boyfriend's back and the other boyfriend pretends he doesn't see it Mm -hmm. that was them uh so i'm definitely someone's crazy something oh oh, everyone everyone's but anyway um um they were travel gays and because the guy ran a travel agency it was like i get it right you have an interest in travel right and so he was like you know we do this every year we go to this italian festival at this extreme like this swanky like four or five star hotel and they have this authentic italian food and it's like a big festival and that's mm-hmm. all this stuff mm-hmm. you should really go you should really go and they, we go every year and we love it we love it, we love mm-hmm. it and we go and yes it was incredibly Wait, expensive it was on like the festival. california coast oh okay but it was like it's like a resort that yeah. has a 
Man, it was a fuck like going was, to Italy. It was something. a fucking Olive Garden. Like uh, it wasn't the Olive Garden, but it was like this yeah, isn't yeah. like whatever. It was a bunch of white people. It's Mamma Mia. Italian. Right. They had lanyards that had their like wine glass on it, and they'd fill it up and walk around. Lanyards with a wine glass, on right? It? Because How they do you like it was it? it was unlimited. Like as long as you had the glass, it was like unlimited wine, so you oh. could just walk around. It felt like an amusement park for rich people. Yeah, and I like I remember being with the ex and being like. This is dumb. Yeah. This is not worth this money. Like, was the wine good? Was it no, interesting? Were it we was talking fine. about terroir? It was, we... it was not worth. Okay. Nothing was bad. No. It was not worth the money we spent on this fucking thing. I was like, I don't like this at all. Yeah. And like, and everyone in Lamborghini, like, it was like ritzy. Like, it's not even correct for people who are interested in any culture. No. no okay. No. Gotcha. It was just, it was just an atmosphere for wealthy people to show off. And it was, Snooze. I got removed from the gym because some old dude thought I was hitting on his wife. I was like, girl, I don't no. want any of that. No, no, no. Any of that. Anyway, back to the matchmaking because we're just about out of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we really went on a, we really went on a That's journey. Okay. Anyway, so I thought, yeah, so travel. I thought it was because he he was a travel gay and I was just sort of like, he was like, so where have you been last? And I was like, I don't think I've been on a plane since 2019. I was like, honestly, every time I think about taking, like I went to Provincetown over the summer, but like every time I think about like spending money for a trip, I'm just like, that could be a show. That could be an album. That could mm-hmm. be a, like I'd rather spend the money on that right now and sure. try to make it and then have lots of money and then do other things. But like right now, like that money is best spent on art. Yeah. And I felt sort of like a, oh, you so see, you don't travel. Like he didn't say it, but like there was something in his eyes. Was like, oh, you don't travel. Because it's like, and then I talked about like Max and was like, Max can't really travel. No, true. Outside of a car, yeah. I don't trust him on a train, and I don't think I can fly him because he's a little too heavy. And you don't want to leave him alone or with another and person for a while, like if it's. I don't. For a it's time. not even like he'd be fine. Like if if you stayed, if yeah. you wanted to, if you stayed here for a week, he'd be yeah. like totally cool. Yeah. He'd like you know whatever. But like, I wouldn't be. I don't yeah. like to be without him. Yeah, yeah. When I had this conversation with a guy I wanted to date with the other day, um, or the other week, he lived up in Harlem. And I was like, oh, well, he was like, uh, you want to come to me? I'm like, sure. I just let you know. Like, I'll get there around 6, but I got to leave around 10 because I got Max. And he's like, he's he'll be fine for more than four hours. And I'm like, but I won't. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I don't like to be without him. Yeah. I don't. And, and I always think, like, I am the only thing he has. Mm-hmm. If I am not here, he is sitting staring at a wall. Mm. So I'm always conscious. Yeah, it's not a goldfish that forgets where they are every three seconds. Like now, it's... but uh, dogs do have a rotating five-minute memory. Oh, five. Five. Okay. Um, but, it, but they can sense that's their, the rotation of their short term, and then it goes right. long term. Yeah. But um, They're still carving neural pathways of what their, right, their, right. their life is. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. Anyway, so I thought there was a disconnect. But then – so then I left a voice – because you do feedback. I left a voice message. I was like, yeah, he was very nice, but I don't think he was interested. And that's fine. And, you know, he really – Did you feel like a switch? Like, did it change? Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like when the waitress comes over and is like um, – How's everything going? Yeah. And he's like, oh, just a check, please. Like, it was just like oh, – like, it felt like it's like one drink, please. No food. Time to go. Like, okay. it just felt like Maybe I'm Maybe he out. had a poop. Maybe he had to poop. It could. It really could be that. But I really didn't. I just didn't think he was interested. And then the subway, like the quick goodbye. And so then I oh, left. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just don't think he was really interested. Let's work on my my final because I have one more left. Let's work on my final match. And then they were like, oh, can we have a feedback call? I was like, sure. So we got on the phone because I left the voicemail. Mm-hmm. And we got on the phone. And she was like, so, I mean, the feedback I got from him is that he thought you were really interesting and he'd really love a second date. And I'm like, really? Would, are they going to disclose to him that you're like, I don't know if he's in no, the no, no, Okay, no, I was no. going to say. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, your both your feedbacks are very different. Interesting. I was like, huh. But that, 
do I want to try and build something with someone that I can't read? So I thought about it. Right. And then I was like, well, what's a second date going to hurt me? And if anything, and now this is the bad thing, but if anything, he's kind of in the industry that I want to be in, so he might just be a nice connection to have. You know? I'm yeah. not going to lead him on. I'm not going to have sex with no, him if I'm not no, interested. No. I'm not going to be romantic if I'm not. Like, I'm not going to play that fucking game. I'm not going to be... Insert redacted name right. here, um, who I've talked about on previous podcasts. Um, I'm not going to be that. But, but you can maybe, yeah. I will get to know him a bit more. And then maybe that's a connection. That, or maybe or maybe we have a really great second date and all I change my mind. Yeah. Literally, there's lots yeah, of possibilities. But a second date doesn't hurt me any. He, he no. wasn't bad. No, 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 yeah, no. I just didn't think he was interested. Yeah, so. transparency being like the first thing. And then you're going to go with whatever. Right. Well... Much like I didn't think he was interested, I'm sure our subscribers are no longer interested in this conversation. So let's take a break and get a guest in here. So ladies and gentlemen, I am flying solo for the interviews for the next couple of weeks because as will be of no surprise to any of you, um, JJ doesn't know how to keep a, a calendar. So JJ's off at a wedding that he forgot he had when we scheduled all of this. So um, it's just going to be me. I apologize. I I will try to bring some JJ uh, energy to these interviews. But today we have uh, a friend of mine whom I book all the time because he is an amazing performer. He is an independent pop artist born and raised in the Bronx who has always had a passion for performing and making music. Now perfecting his craft and touring the New York area in bars, clubs, and festivals, he is a talented artist uplifting the LGBTQ plus community with his pop dance tracks and performances. He believes in spreading creative, positive energy, and I assume he'll do that here today. Uh, He has his first EP, Heartbreak on Caldwell. He made it during the pandemic, and the EP features pop, dance, and R&B tracks. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that, too. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kenny Supreme. Hello. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hey, Kenny. So I always introduce you at events as... I I came up with it at one of them, and now I just use it all the time. Like, uh, legendary, iconic. I think we should start saying Supreme. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenny Supreme. (laughs) I know. I love it. I, like... (laughs) I was gagging. I was like, oh, I feel so great. He said legendary. (laughs) Um, so, so thank you for joining us today. So you and I met, I think it was just on Instagram. Um, yes, it was Instagram. Yeah. I've met a lot of artists that way during, especially during the pandemic. I feel like we were all on there doing the best we could to, to do stuff. And, and your EP was, was born out of the pandemic. Did you spend a lot of it sort of like writing and making music? Yes, I did. Um, I wrote, I started writing it in the very beginning of 2020. And then I kind of finished it in the beginning of 2021. So it took like almost a whole year to make. Nice. Um, How many songs? Um, Five songs. Five songs. Yeah, no, you can tell that you took a lot of time and a lot of patience and you really perfected it. You're like... There was no reason any one of your songs can't be played on top 40 radio. It just, it, they sound perfection. Thank you. Thank you. Like, that's what I always look for when I like make my music. Um, I always like make sure that the vocal production is on point, you know, and right. like the, like the beats and everything. So yeah, perfection takes time. So 
Yeah, no, and you really do it. It's it's very impressive, and I your energy on stage is also so much fun. Um, uh, you really have a great way of just like when you get up there, like you are engaging. You're making eye contact. You're like pulling people into the performance, which don't underestimate how difficult of a skill that is. If you're nervous, we can't see it. You look like you own that fucking stage. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny because I am always nervous. But is is do you get this way too? Like I often forget when I'm on stage like right when I get off I'm like damn I just forgot what I just did like it's like a different person yes that happens for me when I know I'm having a good show if I'm conscious I know that I'm like letting the nerves get to me or like worried that the audience isn't into it or something so if, if I'm conscious of what's going on then I know I'm not doing the best job if I completely lose myself and just live in the moment and walk off stage like oh wow that's when I know I like really did it and I felt that way I did Jersey City Pride it was my first like big performance of my own stuff uh, a few years ago and I remember like I was halfway through I did like six numbers and I was halfway through like the second number and I was like oh I'm on stage <laughs> oh my god right it's just like a what the fuck moment yeah but you got to do it that's how you that's how you like you know get in the moment and pull people into it you've got to you what's that is the Eminem song you got to lose yourself yes definitely yeah. well thank you for joining us for uh dying well us me for <laughs> the dying alone podcast so this is mostly a dating and relationship podcast so i, I will ask off the top are you currently dating? Are you booed up? What's your what's your status? Um, yes, I am currently in a relationship right now. Ooh, very good. How long have you guys been together? Uh, I would say like seven months. Okay. All right. So you're over. Sort of you, you, the honeymoon period is sort of ending, and you're getting into like the real the real shit. Yes. Yes. It's it's coming up a year, right? Yeah. Soon. Soon. But it's a funny story how we met. Oh, tell it. Tell it. Okay, so we all definitely believe that Grinder is not the place for love. <laughs> but we ended up meeting there. And it, it was so funny how we started off as friends with benefits. And then it just continued from there. It like grew into something more. And so like it took a while. It wasn't like so quick. It was like maybe a year and a half that we knew each other. And then... I don't know. It just took off from there. It just See, happened I, randomly. Yeah. What I find rare about that, it's not that you met on Grindr. I know a lot of people that like have met on, or I've come across people who have met on Grinder. That's not what's rare to me is that it went on as a, as a Grinder relationship for so long before it transitioned. Because I mean, for me, it's once I sort of put a person in like, you are a person I just have sex with box. It's hard for me to like think of them any, even like, to be friends, like just platonic friends. Like it's hard for me to move you out of that category, which is something I, I honestly say I've been working on a bit more to try to be a little more like less rigid about my, how I classify people. But um, that's what's rare to me about it, that it was, it went on for so long and then transitioned. Mm, yes, yes. It's definitely yeah. that. <laughs> but I, I, def- I have a guy that I'm, um, I've just started kind of seeing, we're not together together, but just started seeing now who, and that's how we met. We met on a hookup and it was one of those things where when we were done, we like laid in bed and talked for two hours and we're just like, oh, wow. We like, we really like connect. So, uh, yeah, it can happen. Yeah, it can. It definitely can. 
And at least going into it, you already know the sex is good. Because that's, for me, I hate when you go on, like, five or six dates with someone and, you know, a little makeout maybe and this and that. And, like, you start getting invested and then you have sex and the sex is bad. And it's like, no. Yes. Oh, that's no a man. killer. That's no a killer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I listen, I don't plan on having children. I certainly plan on trying, uh, but I don't plan on having any kids. So um, most, I, 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 we need to be fucking all the time, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I want to do. I I don't need a man for anything other than I mean I do, you know I do want companionship and love, but like most of the other stuff I can get from other places. Like I can't I can't fuck myself as hard as I've tried. Right <laughs> <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> well, soon we'll have robots and it'll all be over. Um, so let's get into, so we were talking about what we wanted to do and we decided we are going to describe for you, and we'll start with Kenny, um, what would be our ideal first date? So let's, let's set the stage here. Let's say this is a person that we either met on an app or met very briefly in person. So there's like, it's not like, it's not like your situation, like someone you've known for a while, or so this person, you have to go into it thinking like, this person doesn't really know much about you and you don't know much about them. Um, so it's a true sort of first, first date, just starting to get to know each other. Uh, and you can pull from, from previous first dates that you loved, you can mush them together, you can create a whole fantasy, whatever you want. But Kenny, if, you were single and someone were looking to take you on a first date for you. What is the perfect first date? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm very simple. Well, not really kind of in a way. Um, I like, we can do like a big event, like maybe do my thing is I would like to do like a virtual reality type of date and then dinner. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. You said I'm a simple person. And then said, I need to have a virtual, you, you, you're a simple person who wants to have a first date in the fucking metaverse. I mean, it's fun. It's like you're both active. Just your simple date. You know, we both have virtual reality helmets. (laughs) Right. And I don't know that. I think that's fun. Like you're, you're being active with each other in the beginning. And you get oh, to see how see. each other, how you guys like work and like do different things on this virtual reality. I don't know. It's 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 kind of different. Usually I would do like a movie on the first day, but I feel mm. like movies depends. Mm, it depends on the movie. I don't want to be too bored. And like, I, I feel like it's kind of awkward when you're sitting in a movie theater and you're just like with the person and it's just quiet and you're like... So do I put my hand on him or like, <laughs> like, do I lean yeah. on him? Or like, it's just a little awkward. Yes. Silence is something, comfortability and silence, I think is something that only comes with familiarity. So I think that is tough for a first date. Right. Yeah. That could be a tough first date. Um, but I also do love good food, anything, anything good. Like my favorite is Thai food right now. So we would do virtual reality and then go to Typhoon after. So that's kind of cute. Kenny, I don't know if you understand how hilarious this is. Your simple first date is a virtual reality date. 
And then now are you eating Thai food together or are you both in your apartments eating Thai food, but like talking in virtual reality? No, we would, <laughs> we, no, cause they have those virtual reality spots in around New York city. Oh, see, I'm old. Okay. I don't know about any of this. Okay. I was thinking you're both in helmets, like in your living rooms in pajamas, like, like meeting in the metaverse and then and then i was going to ask like is the thai food real or is that also part of the game no <laughs> no this is um like there's this virtual reality world in the city and you could actually go and physically go and play the games on there so i would go to there and then we will go walk to the thai place because it should be around the area because you know everything in new york city is close <laughs> and then eat some thai food all right. Okay. I, I'm I'm more on board with this because mine is kind of similar in terms of having an activity. So for me, and I'm going to preface this with my my true first dates, like how I usually do it, is a one hour coffee or hooking up because it's just a vibe check. Like it's just you know, do we have something to talk about? Uh, can we hold a conversation? Is there sexual chemistry? Like, it's just, it, it, for me, it's like, how I usually do it is just sort of like, this is a test. This is a quick, not test, because I'm not playing games, but like, this is a quick check to make sure that this is someone that I do want to invest sort of like a whole evening or a whole, you know, thing in because... You know, there's for me, it's like, God, if I do like a full dinner and like we sit, this is our first like real hangout and we sit down and I've had it where they like talk about being a Republican or, or you know, just say some crazy shit or just there's no chemistry. And it's just like, oh God, the appetizer isn't even here yet. It's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, I'm stuck. yeah, I'm 40. Like we need to, we need to keep it moving. So, um, so first, but I'm going to put that aside. That's usually like, for Wait, me, that's Jack, kind of like the you're most. 40. Yeah. I turned 40 this year. Really? Yes. You are aging like fine wine. Hello. Uh, white people age like milk. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, um, don't worry. As young as I look, I promise you, I feel two times older. Um, so, uh, Okay, so putting that aside, if I'm like painting like in sort of like a bigger date, like a you know maybe we had that check, maybe that's not a first date. That's just a uh, make sure I'm I want to have a first date with this person. So a proper first date for me is sort of three things, and it's the ability to have like a lengthy meandering conversation. So I know this is someone that I can. Just, just sort of lose time with and talk to and, like, not get, like, bored or not struggle for conversation. So for it's never a movie because sitting there in silence, like, I almost feel like that's a wasted date because, like, we just enjoyed a movie together, but I don't know anything about you. So for me, it's, you know, a dinner. Um, I never want to do something, like, super fancy because I don't like the sort of, like, ritual or pomp and circumstance. Like, I would rather just have, like... A, you know, we go to a place that has really good tacos and we sit and just shoot the shit, you know? So some sort of, something that it allows us to just laugh and have a conversation and talk and get to know each other. After that, I do like, and this is where I meet with you, is I do like an activity. Now, I've never done virtual reality because, again, I'm 40. But I have done, and what I love doing, is an escape room. 
It is really interesting to see how a person reacts under pressure, thinks in terms of how they figure stuff out, and they don't have to be like a smarty, like they can be endearing and cute and whatever, but like how do they tackle a problem and how do they treat other people under pressure? Ooh, that's very interesting. Right? Because you're usually, if it's just the two of us, they're looping us in a group with other people. So I was on a date once where we did an escape room. This was like third or fourth date, but we did an escape room. And he was like judging everyone, bossing everyone around, taking control, telling people their ideas were stupid. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. This is how you gonna be. So this is not gonna work. (laughs) It's a chop for me. It's a chop for me. No, it did not get the candy bar. did not get the gold. It's just chocolate. Um, <laughs> so it's that. And then, of course, because I'm me, we then go back to his place or my place and fuck each other's brains out. Um, yeah. Hot. Hot. <laughs> That's my ideal first date. So Kenny, unfortunately, is taken. So you can't take him on a first date. But you can take me on a first date. So if you're listening to this podcast, that's how you do it. Uh, well, thank you for joining us today, Kenny. If people want to find you or to learn more about you or to get your EP and the rest of your amazing music, where can people find you on the internet? Um, well, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all that good social media stuff um, at Kenny Supreme. And you can find all my music on every single music platform um, and just search Kenny Supreme. It's that simple. And if you're in New York City and you want to see him perform, he is constantly booked in my events. So just check uh, our Instagrams for that. You can see him several times a month. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kenny. And we will be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. Thanks, Kenny. So I need to pick a fight. I need to pick a fight with a very specific person whose name I don't know. Um, because you have an app, like what? You have a, you just want to fight. Mm-hmm. I just want to fight. Well. So I have now hosted two parties at the Rosemont in Brooklyn. Yeah. I have a monthly, it's every Saturday night at the, Ro- every, sorry, the last Saturday of every month, monthly, um, uh, at Rosemont. And it's a LGBTQ music showcase and like all my stuff. And this one, like some are ticketed events and some are not. And it just depends on what the venue is set up for. And this venue is not set up for tickets. It's mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, you can't, and they're not going to close the bar. So we sit at the front and everyone who comes in, we're like, hi, we have a music showcase tonight. We have a suggested donation of $5 if you're interested. And if not, um, if you like a performer, just make sure to tip them. Thank you. Sure. Cute. And most people drop a five. Nice. So we're at the first one. And this is like two months ago. Or three. I think it was February. So this dude walks in. And he's like, like we say it. And he literally like turns his eyes and just walks past. Like no one just like, nah. But like just blanks. Yeah. And then his friends who follow up behind him, I do the same speech or whatever. Because they they don't come in all at the same time. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like talking to each other. Like, do you want to get fired? Do you want to this and that? And the guy's like, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. And I make eyes, and I'm like, thank you for taking, taking money like, away from money independent. Away from okay. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. And then I see he's friends with the DJ who I'm paying for this event. And he walks up, hey, girl, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. It's so good to see you. And I turn because I, I was at the door, but I wasn't running the door. There was another artist running the door. And I said, do you see that? 
the only one tonight who blanked us for five fucking dollars is fucking friends with someone in the goddamn act. Wow. I was like, I swear to God, if he goes back there and listens to us sing, I'm going to work into my act that like i'm gonna sing a line of just like and you blanked us like like mm-hmm. you didn't pay like i'm gonna do something he didn't end up but i was really irritated at yeah. it yeah so it turns out i guess he's a regular at this bar okay so he's there again the next time oh god so he's at the bar already there yeah so okay. i don't like he's already there gotcha. so he doesn't pass through. happy hour yeah um I don't mean to be – no, I do mean to be judgy because I don't like him. Um, um, he might have struggles with methamphetamines. Um, I – Yeah. There's okay. a there's a, there's a straggly uh, – yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so then I'm I'm at the thing and I'm, I'm – everybody who comes in, he from the bar mm-hmm. yells. You don't have to. You don't have to. Again. To everyone who comes in. I went, like, I looked at him and I said, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he was like, he like looked, he like looked at me and I was like, I'm, I'm trying to pay some people. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Good. And he like, didn't acknowledge. He like went back to the bar and then the whole night he's like, well, I guess that guy at the front who's like never here, like thinks he can yell at me. And I was just like, I'm going to take you outside. I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. Like, but what are you doing? Just like, being I'm a still, fucking bitch. I'm still, like, searching my brain to, like, okay, what, you know, motivation just could there possibly you. be? Just fuck Just, 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 uh, just fuck to you. To everyone that was coming in, though, yeah. as if, like. You don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. What is that? Who, who does that? He just wanted to fuck with me. Like, he oh. just didn't like oh, that we were doing this. He just didn't oh. like, he didn't like that, you his know, motivation we were at his was, bar. Was or like that he wasn't the attention or whatever it was. Like, this is his bar or whatever. And he was one of those who, like, had to talk to everybody at the bar. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, almost acting like he worked there, you mm-hmm. know? Like, this was, like, his space and, like, we were in his space. And it's just mm-hmm. like, the fuck out of here. I was so irritated. Like, I was having violent thoughts. What? I obviously would never, or let me, I would never hurt anybody. But uh, man, did I think about it? Ugh. This fucking guy want to punch him in the fucking face. Um, because listen, 2010, throw a drink in his face. Yeah, do the you're thing. taking money from people who barely make enough tonight to get the Uber ride home. Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Like, do you know? And like, anytime someone has like the bravery to get up on stage and do anything publicly right. showcasing their vulnerability, like that deserves attention and applause. I am a really good audience member. I will give that to myself because. I know what it feels like to try right. and go up there and do stuff. And my God, that does infuriate me as well. So whoever you are, yeah, that's my fight's with you. Fuck you. I'm sure I'm going to see you again next month. Fuck you. And I'm going to give him a the Jack Tracy death glare. Not gay mm-hmm. eyes. <laughs> death mm-hmm. glare. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I have instilled enough fear in you for you to shut your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. That was negative. Let's leave on the positive. What do you got, JJ? Alrighty, I do have some love and light to give. And this one, it's um, I'll just do it. I am loving and lighting some straight people. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, like that's like the funny phenomenon of it. I will. I might. I hope I'm not too much of an echo chamber. I might have like mentioned a little bit of this, but during shutdown, I. Had my my pod, my you know people that I gave my attention to, and and mm. I know we're like two years out, and I'm everyone's kind of over even talking about what they did for like the last two years mm. to like manage and survive. Mm. 
But really, I'm like, God, straight people exist, and I forgot. Like, yeah. I fully was only hanging out with gays, and I didn't have a job, so I only needed to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Everyone was gay. And now that I have a job and I'm interacting with straight people, I've also talked about how there, there's a fair amount of gay people in my job, too, mm-hmm. so there's that. But I also have a bunch of straight people, and I, I it's so charming and refreshing in this weird way like i'm just kind of remi- like oh man there's a very unique perspective that you have and i'm gaining culture from right, listening right, to right, you right, straight right. right now like you're heteroing everywhere your yes like i had a great conversation with a coworker about how he fell in love with his uh girlfriend and it was so and i also served another coworker whenever they came in to eat and they came in with their their girlfriend uh, a man came in with a girlfriend straight people that's what i'm talking about um and it was all super cute, and I just, like, I don't know. My brain, like, exploded. I was like, this is adorable, and it's hetero. Like, how do you guys do that? How do you do this? Like, how, the, I don't which one's the guy and the other guy? Like, yeah, how yeah, do you yeah, do yeah. that? Like, it's so... That's really funny. Yeah. Like, I it, just don't understand how it works. Yeah, like, like girls are pretty. How do you, like, love each other? It's so oh, strange. It's I don't know. It was. It's that right now. All right, so we've got to pick a fight with some... Wow, this is a homophobic podcast. We picked a fight with a gay person. <laughs> yeah. Love, love, and light to straight people. I mean, they Jesus. don't get enough love, obviously. They don't. Well, if you love uh, this podcast the way that JJ loves straight people, uh, you can go ahead and click subscribe, like, thumbs up, stars, whatever the thing is on whatever it is you're listening to this. Because uh, if you're this far in the podcast, you obviously like us. So mm. make sure you're subscribed. Um, you can also interact with us on Instagram, which we don't get very much interaction. Um, um, so we'd love to talk to you if yeah. you're listening to us. We'd love to know who you are. So you can do that at at Dying Alone Podcast. You can also find me at at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you.